Welcome to the PK Triathlon Podcast. This week, it's a little bit different. Kate and I have decided to pull together a little mini-series of podcasts around swim technique. Everybody is chomping at the bit to get back in the water. Unfortunately, not everybody can, and, and we can't deliver uh, coach sessions just yet, although they are coming. So we thought we could give everyone some things to think about in the water. Okay, so this week, we're focusing on the foundation of a decent freestyle stroke. Being relaxed in the water to do with breathing and also your body position. We're also going to put together some little videos, which we'll share via social media on some of the exercises you can do to help develop your position and why we're trying to do those, ex why we're trying to develop that particular part of the body. So uh, let's crack on. You ready, Kate? Yes. Let's get everyone relaxed in the water. So many people get in the water and hold the breath, don't they? Have a little panic and then just don't enjoy swimming. Why is yeah, that? Yeah, and everyone should enjoy being in the water. Um, you know, if you, you might not like working hard to get fit, but you, you've got to be relaxed and able to have fun with splashing around in, in, in the water. Um, how, how do you relax? There's different things you can do to, to help you relax. And you could float. Yeah, you could float, lie on your back. Uh, you could exhale into the water, blowing lots and lots of bubbles. One of the first things we do when we, we actually teach kids to swim is to actually get them to put the face in the water and blow bubbles because it gets them relaxed. You could lie on your front. Yeah, you could sink down to the bottom. Uh, mushroom float, similar exercise. Uh, I quite like that one where you get everyone to curl up in a ball and then just gradually sink down. We had a good deal uh, when we did that in Mallorca, didn't we? You could throw a ball around, you could have some fun. Whatever you do though, don't hold your breath. Because if you hold your breath, everything becomes tense, everything becomes rigid, and you're just not going to be at one with the water. Oh, I sound quite mystic, don't I? Mystic Meg. Should we call you Mystic Meg from now on? No. Yoda, maybe? Or, or something along those lines? But not Mystic Meg, no. What's the next bit we're going to talk about? Body position? Body position, for me, is the foundation for any freestyle for swim stroke um you need to be relaxed but the foundation of the stroke is actually the body position in the water if you've got crap body position you're not going to be efficient through the water so if you're say you're swimming along and your legs drag along the bottom it's like swimming with an anchor so actually you need to get your body in that right position and sort that out so that whatever propulsion you can create from your arms actually sends you forward you need to be on the top of the water and horizontal Rather yeah, than you're, tipping yeah. down at one end. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, it, it's not just legs hanging down. Some people can people put their head too far down. There's this old myth in, in swimming. And, and it can be a quick fix and it can work for some people, but it doesn't work for everybody. And that's put your head down because it'll lift your legs up. But what we actually end up with is somebody swimming along with their legs down, their head down and their ass up, which to be honest is, is not... not no, it's definitely not efficient. And from a coaching point of view, it's not a good view. <laughs> I would encourage people to think of a banana bend so that the hips are actually on the surface of the water and then the shoulders are just a little bit up and the legs are a little bit high as they kick as well. So you almost end up with this sort of banana shape of, if you were lying on the floor, face down, you should be able to lift your arms off the floor and legs off the floor. And that's the sort of position you're trying to achieve when you're in the water. Oh, I've got a lovely exercise for that. Which we can, which we'll send, we'll put video clips up and we'll put them on the PK Triathlon uh, YouTube page. That's the key. So that's what we're trying to achieve. A lot of people also swim with sort of, you've got to point your toes like a ballerina, uh, plantar flex your toes, not dorsiflex. 
Um, so plantar flex means pointing your toes like a, a ballet dancer. Dorsiflex means you've got runner's feet. I've actually um, seen somebody in a pool going backwards because they had feet that were so dorsiflexed. It's not uncommon. But the other problem with dorsiflex feet is actually you put tension in, the, in your legs and you can't kick your legs properly. When you're kicking your legs, you should kick from the hip and the whole body movement should come from the hips. The hips control freestyle. Uh, we'll come back to that in another episode. So yeah, it's all to do with being on the surface, legs up. So when you kick, it should be legs out of the water and kicking back down. And, and, and then also when your face is in the water, it should be in the right position for you. A great example of how to get your head in the right position is to put your forefinger in your thumb and make an L. Put the thumb into your little hole of your neck at the front. It's probably got some professional name, but I, I don't know what it is. Uh, and then put your finger under your chin and that's the position that your head should be in. If you, if you get that 90 degree L with your thumb and forefinger. That's it. And you kind of get that impression when, when you see people with their head down and you'd sort of go, right, now straighten your finger and, and lift that chin up. It actually shows how much further forward the head could be. A good tip to show how to get your head in the right position. There are simpler ways you can do it as well. You should be able to see three, four, five meters in front of you, not looking straight down at the bottom. Uh, and you should also not be looking at the other end of the pool. It's good, good tips there. I like it. I like this one the best. Yeah, it's a bit like a gun. It's a bit like I feel when I'm in the office with you sometimes. <laughs> Legs dropping is a common fault. Let's do common fault. Legs dropping, which could be both legs dropping or like a scissor kick where you've just got one leg alternating. That's an interesting observation because actually if, if both legs are dropping, it tends to say that actually you're not engaging your glutes or your lower back or your hamstrings properly. Um, and therefore we need to do some work on actually lifting the legs up. If your legs are going like a massive scissor kick, then that's probably caused by something else, um, possibly something to do with either body position in the water or maybe even later on with your arm action um, and trying to sort of counteract and keep you in a fairly straight line or perhaps even just trying to keep you up on the surface of the water. So that scissor kick action is, usually, is not necessarily usually a fault on its own. It's usually caused by something else. Yes. Um, but the legs just dropping, as in sinking, that tends to be more, need to do some work on lifting the glutes up, oh, sorry, lifting the legs up with the glutes and the lower back and sort of creating that banana bend that we talked about earlier. It's a common feature that uh, people like, like to work anterior core, but don't do a great deal for posterior chain work. Back extensors, glutes, flat. Yeah, and, and what I tend to get frustrated with a lot of the time is that um triath is particularly and, and and even more specifically ironman triathletes tend to cheat and use a pool boy as the solving of their problem but actually that's just like sticking a sticky plaster over it it's not solving the problem it's just helping you and what you find is a lot of athletes will swim better in a wetsuit because their legs get lifted up whereas actually if we can fix that problem fundamentally by changing their leg action um it'll make a huge difference to their swim stroke as well. well. Another common fault is putting the head down. We mentioned it earlier, put your head down to lift your legs up. Well, if you put your head down, you can't see where you're going. No. Um, also, when you turn your head to breathe, you're going to have to lift it as well, aren't you? Yeah, and that creates all sorts of timing issues and crossover issues. Um, 
you lose a lot of perception around where your hands are going into the water, what the rest of your body's doing, because you just, you're focused on the bottom of the pool or even, even head too far down. So actually fixing those fundamentals makes a huge, huge difference to your stroke. There's a few exercises you can do in the water that will really help your body position and a little bit of leg action and leg positioning particularly. Um, so when we talk about, when I talk about leg kick, I talk about leg kick and its functionality. So it doesn't necessarily have to propel you down the pool really, really quick. It just has to be functioning properly within your stroke. But let's go back a step and just fix body position. And the simple exercise to do for fixing your body position is to do a push and glide off the wall. And when you push and glide off the wall, if you can get yourself into a nice streamlined position, squeeze your elbows, raise, squeeze your arms behind your head as much as you can, nice and streamlined, like an arrow off the wall. As you drive off the wall, squeeze your, put your hands together, make yourself into a nice arrow shape, nice and streamlined off the wall, engaging your glutes and lifting your legs. Or as you, as you glide, you're not kicking. I don't want to see any kicking in this exercise. When you do that a few times, Actually, if you don't do any kicking, you gradually come to the surface. And if you've got it right, the first thing to break the surface should actually be your heels. 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 Because your head's too low at this stage because you've squeezed your head behind your elbows. So you're over streamlined. And every athlete, every athlete should be able to clear the five meter flags with a push and glide. There are no exceptions to that in my mind. Okay. Just for our listeners that can't see the video, Paulie sat here at the other end of the computer demonstrating his push and glide. There will be a video. So that's what you can do to fix body position. There's some strength and condition exercises you can do as well, which we'll put together a little video for, including what we're trying to achieve in the water. One of which is a prone glute activation. What else can we do, Kate? Back extension exercise, which... There are two different names for it, depending on whether you, you're lifting one leg or two leg, legs. Um, so we'll include that. And then we're going to do some stuff for posterior cuff. So your rotator cuff. So back again, your back extensors. Another exercise, or not necessarily an exercise, but what, one thing I would encourage swimmers to do as they're swimming is to, we're talking body position and the legs in the right place here. So I would encourage them to, to, once they've done that push and glide exercise a few times, simple thing that they can do is to, as they're swimming, is to be aware of whether they're lifting their legs out of the water. Um, and you can do that quite easily. You know when your foot comes out of the water and you can feel the impact as your foot goes back into the water. I'm not asking you to lift them up high and I'm not asking you to kick from your knees. We'll be asking you to just engage your glutes and your hips and your hamstrings and lifting those legs up and then kicking back down. Lifting those legs up and kicking back down. As you do so, we want to try and keep those legs nice and close together because we don't want a big scissor kick that we talked about earlier because that actually creates a huge amount of drag, huge amount of other issues to do with the stroke. We want nice little leg kicks. One thing you could do to practice that is perhaps put um, an inner tube slightly around your ankles just to uh, restrict your movement too much if you have got a scissor kick. Um, but yeah, there's, there's a few other exercises. In the next episode, we're going to talk about how we kick and uh, move on a little bit to the catch phase of the stroke. Sounds good. So just to finish off, just to summarize, uh, we're talking about body position, leg action. It's all about having high body position, so your head's in the right position underwater, your legs are nice and high out of the water, not out of the water, but breaking the surface. 
the hips control the stroke. You need to lift the lift from the glutes, not from your knees. Uh, simple exercises you can practice are the push and glide and then being aware of when your feet are out of the water. We will create a video to go with this uh, just so people can get an idea of some of the exercises that we're talking about. And also there are some sessions coming. Get involved and get involved in the PK Triathlon community. So if you haven't already, listen to some of the other podcasts. Um, some of the legends of the sport are in there. And uh, the next one we'll do with some technique is around leg kick and the catch. Sounded like leg kick and the couch. Leg kick and the catch. Oh,